Hello and welcome to Two Sweary Dads, a podcast about parenting and other dadly pursuits. I'm Trevor Scott. And I am Ben Slinger. So Ben, what did we get up to this week? Um, well, living now as we are in this hellscape of another conservative government, <laughs> uh, I've basically just been battening down the hatches, hoping that all the racists and homophobes and Pauline Hansons out there don't uh, come and kill my family. Oh no, they won't because I'm white and straight <laughs> and lucky enough to be privileged. So I should be out there prote- protecting all the others. But anyway, that's, that's what I've been up to. What about you? Um, work, work, more work and like contemplate contemplating life with, with the new liberal government. Ugh. Oh, I thought you were going to say the new Xbox. Because, you know, that's a game changer. <laughs> it is, especially with... <laughs> Red Dead Redemption now uh, now available uh, for. I fucking love that game. Yeah, it's it's now installed on the Xbox, so it's ready to play. <laughs> it's installed on mine. I tried to play it, and it wouldn't. I had to f- some fuck arounds with the profile, but anyway, huh. I'll get it working. Yeah, it doesn't tried. help that my Xbox One has decided to no longer see my Wi-Fi, so I have to plug it in with a freaking Ooh. cable running across the. Living room. Uh, mine's always plugged in with the cable because usually I'm having to play up here in in the um in the study as it were mm. although not much studying goes on up here it's more <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd like to have mine plugged in all the time but my I don't have a phone cable in the right place and I'm not we can't get into the house anyway who cares you don't care about this nobody listening cares about this anyway well maybe so, you do would you like okay. to see our cabling yeah, maybe you do <laughs> come over re-cable my house put a phone jack in behind my TV yeah. So, did you uh, have you run over any people trying to find Pokemon in the middle of the road yet? Um, not quite. Although I have had a, a couple of couple of um, run-ins down at the supermarket with people, and and they've sort of gone, "Oh, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm playing Pokemon Go." <laughs> <laughs> I was trying yes. to find a Pokemon in the freezer section. Just just a heads up. I don't know the name of any fucking. Pokemon. I don't know. I'm starting to learn. Yeah. Um. I've got to say, I'm I'm suitably impressed. Hmm. Like it's an interesting idea. It's based off of it's made by the same people who did that game Ingress, right? Yes. I don't know if yeah. I I'd never played that one either, but I've I'd heard about it and yeah, like I like the idea of a you know physically based game within our world and having to you know move around and use GPS for. Interesting and unique way in, in in interesting and unique ways, so that's cool. And yeah, I mean, mix it with Pokemon, and you've got a hit on your hands. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't know whether you whether you've been seeing whether you're playing yourself, um, but there's been a lot of server outages. So oh yeah, I'm not surprised. I mean, my line of work is testing, <laughs> and I'm just like, um, did you not do enough load testing? <laughs> It's one of the main things when you release a big product. Maybe you should invest in some load testing hardware. It's a lot of load, though. I imagine. I mean, obviously, you, yeah. If you do the, if you if you're prepared for it, then you can handle whatever load. But yeah, well, they may have just been, they may have underestimated. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's it's certainly one of these things that get you get you out and out and moving though when it works. Well, so, uh, yeah, the thing, so I did download it when it came out. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is interesting. It's like, oh, that's cool. It uses the camera. Oh, there's a Pokemon on my desk. It's like, oh, I caught that one. Now, where are some more? 
What do you mean I've got to go outside? Uh, fuck it. No, I just, I just deleted it. Like, you no. deleted it instantly. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going out just to find virtual creatures. Sorry. But where do you work? You don't always work at home. No, that's true. But I don't know. When you go just, for, it's when just you go for nature thing. walks. <laughs> if it was, yeah. If it, if it was something other than Pokemon, maybe. I'm, the thing is, the theme doesn't interest me either. I'm just, I'm not a Pokemon guy. I'm really not a Nintendo guy in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, I mean, I like Mario. I like some of their stuff. I'm not really big on Zelda. Oh, the Zelda games. Blasphemous. <laughs> I've never finished one. I've played some of them. Yeah, I don't know. I just, Nintendo sensibilities just don't really grab me in in a lot of ways. I do like I do like the Mario stuff. Like that's cool. But no, in general, I don't know. It just doesn't grab me. So one thing one thing I have I have noticed is that because I don't know whether you saw how they've actually picked what's going to be a what they call a pokey stop where you actually stop yeah. and, and you can pick up no. pick up balls and that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and then they've got gyms around sort of like landmarks and things that uses google maps to yeah but do you know where it's actually got it from no it's actually sourced from their first game ingress right so okay. a lot of people went out into the world and took photos and if enough places got um got photos taken then it was actually chosen as a um as right. a as a stop for the pokemon game i mean that's a smart way to do it cause smart you know, way gen- to do you know, it generally then it's going to be a public location like because can you imagine the hell that would break loose if they started putting pokemons pokemons or pokemon pokemon the plural of pokemon is it just pokemon, pokemon is the plural of pokemon <laughs> pokeboys um yeah if they just started putting pokeboys in people's houses or something <laughs> people breaking in to catch a freaking yeah but you can be far enough away there you go there's one (laughs) you can actually be far enough away like um, right okay so there's a it's got a big buffer around you and and knowing how bad gps is half the time you end up in someone's backyard just digitally (laughs) it's kind of a shame that because the one pokemon i did catch which i think was a charizard which is probably why i thought of it um ah so in other words yeah um that was your starter Pokemon that you got to um, Oh, I know. Charmander. You yeah. <laughs> you got to choose which one. Charmander? Is that... I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, so when you do catch them, like, you flick a little ball at them, right? The Pokeball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's kind of a shame that they didn't take, make use of the phone's gyroscope and make, make you actually do a throwing motion because <laughs> just the amount of phones <laughs> that would get destroyed, thrown into people's <laughs> windows, thrown into the ocean... <laughs> To catch your, you know, your water Pokemon or whatever. Whoops. <laughs> I, I think that's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> like, I was like, shit. Yeah. Oh. And it'd, it'd be, it'd no, be the whole. No, my Pokemon. <laughs> your Pokemon, not <laughs> your phone. That's all I care about. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's at least in the cloud. Oh, the Pokemon is the Pokemon cloud. Yes, the Pokemon the poke- cloud. The Pokey cloud. Pokey cloud. Um. So the one thing that's sort of a bit weird about the whole ingress, you know, selecting where where all the stops are. Yeah. There's like some very unusual places that have been selected throughout throughout the world. Mhm. Especially around our area like there's a there's you know a num- a number of of 
um, good pokey stops around here. But if yeah. you go to Killsite, there's absolutely nothing because there's nothing to see in Killsite. <laughs> um, so I work in Killsite. Maybe we need to set one up. I mean, I need to because there are these like lures and stuff you can do. Aren't there? At the moment, you cannot set up anything um, anywhere else. Oh, They're I not people... actually opening it up to anyone yet. I thought people were able to place a lure or something. What is that? Yeah, but you can only do a lure on a Pokestop. So the Pokestop uh, already has to be there before you can do that. Uh, um, I see. It's it's really quite um, quite interesting the way that... Yeah, I wonder, so the, will they be adding them? I believe that they're going to add things as they go. Um, yeah. It's actually amazing that they've, they've opened up to Australia, New Zealand and the US at the same time. I would have thought that it would just be the US... But no, yeah, Australia's got it. Yeah, I guess if it. they've got enough, if they've got enough mapping data, then it doesn't really matter where they open it up to. Yeah, but um. So wait, how are they making money off this thing? Are there in-app purchases? In-app purchases. What do you buy? Um, you can purchase coins. Okay. Um, and what do you use the coins for? To buy things like lures and pokeballs and <laughs> other right. things like that. So okay, you can use either- the coins to buy gold. And then the gold you melt down into <laughs> gold shards, and then the shards can be used to purchase um, banknotes, and then yeah, yeah. So I I love how they call them microtransactions. The smallest transaction is a dollar forty nine, and have a guess at what the largest transaction is. One million dollars. <laughs> Not quite. One hundred and fifty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Yeah, that is. Uh, That's Australian that. anyway. People spend that shit. It's yeah, microtransactions kind of piss me off. But there's no ads, so that's you know. Yeah, obviously that's the only way that they're actually making the money in this. Yeah. Oh, they'll make it. They'll make a shitload. One thing I have noticed around like the supermarkets and stuff, people are parking further and further away from the supermarket just to catch like. Um, <laughs> Extra Pokemons and and the hit the Poke stops on the on the walk down. Like, yeah, well, there counted. is this whole thing about it getting like people out and exercising. Um, so you know, we we are ostensibly a parenting podcast. Has James been interested in it as all, at all? Has he sort of shown um, any interest? He's seen me play it. Yeah, and has sort of gone, "Ooh, pretty!" Like it and must be cool for him to see it on the on the on the phone, like the sort of augmented reality thing. Yeah. Yeah, he he's been interested at that. He's been um, sort of looking looking on the floor, trying to see where it was, and, <laughs> and right, yeah, oh, that was funny. quite quite interesting. Um, I should download it just to show Taz. He might he might find it interesting. But of course, if you're not finding any Pokemon around your house, then <laughs> there's there's not really any any point. Well, maybe um, I'll do the unthinkable and take him for a fucking walk. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a well, except trail that, at the back of your house. Well, anyway. yeah, except that apparently it might snow here tomorrow. Yeah. For those, yeah, snow doesn't really happen here. Like, thanks, climate change. <laughs> you can thank the liberals for that. They gave you snow. <laughs> Indirectly. <through> inactivity. <laughs> yeah. Fuckers. Bye-bye, fucking Great Barrier Reef. Bye-bye, Medicare. <sighs> yeah. Bye bye school funding. Bye bye the poor. We're all gonna die. <laughs> no inactivity. Yep. An inefficient government. But hey, corporate tax cuts, it's gonna trickle down, don't you know? 
Yes, it always does. Fuck those guys. All right, we're not going to go too much into the into the uh, election. I've yeah, basically since the result, I've just been lying low when it comes to politics this week. I just haven't had the energy to even look into it. It's just like really fucking really like not even the. I thought we were at least going to get the hung parliament. I thought they were only going to get the minority and have to at least work with a couple of independents and yep. stuff. But no, they just fucking dicked in over the line, didn't they? Yep. But um, I saw that you posted on Facebook. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I think there were five fucks. I didn't want to go overboard. <laughs> so I thought yeah, that I thought that was quite pretty funny. Pretty much what I nearly woke up. One of the I was putting the girls down. One well, I was putting one of the girls down. I don't do it simultaneously. That's just asking for trouble. Um, I was putting one of the girls down and I, and I had just done so and I got my phone out and I saw that on Facebook and I nearly woke her up because I almost couldn't uh, suppress the anguish. <laughs> you just got to laugh. Just go, I We're totally fucked. I get... Well, let's see how long this fucking Prime Minister lasts, eh? Yeah. Can we make it six in two and a half years or whatever it is? Well, not two... Well, no, five years or whatever. Two and a half terms or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, like, fucking... I, d- I doubt he'll make the whole three years. Yeah, and I've got to say, can we just axe this stupid plebiscite already? Oh, God, don't get me started. Yeah, let's waste $160 million on allowing all the homophobes out there to run a taxpayer-funded hate campaign... Because mm-hmm. they're going to get funding to do the, to to do the against campaign. Yeah. When it's a human rights issue, it's just it's equal rights. Like, ah. Uh. And you know what their argument is? It's not discrimination, and it's been this court case and this court case has said that you know marriage is not a human human right. Marriage is a it's like fuck off. Well, no, but it's but like we're still discriminating in the law, which we you know, not supposed to be doing as a upstanding country. Um, and hey, they didn't need a fucking plebiscite to put that language in the Marriage Act in the first place. It's only been in there for like 10, 15 years. It was yeah. John Howard that put it in and they just changed it. They just voted on it and changed it or whatever. I don't know. I don't know enough about how legislation works and I should and I'm learning, but <laughs> I know that much. Yeah, it's ridiculous. People are going to die. Like people are going to die, either because the homophobes will have their um, views legitimised by this, mm-hmm. or it's because it's going to drive people to suicide. Because they're like LGBT kids are already the highest risk for suicide, and there's going to be you know they're basically just going to feel that their country and civilization is against them and hates them. Yeah, it's. And and then then the really really bad bad part about oh yeah and even if it does go ahead you know we're still going to allow um, the MPs to oh, do a conscience yeah. vote no they're not even holding them to it so what the fuck is the point of spending that money what yep. the fuck I I actually liked one of the original things that the um, the liberal guy that um, put forward the bill last year I can't remember his name. Mm. But he actually said, look, I, I think that we should have some legislation in place that if this gets over the line, it immediately goes into into um, into law. 
there's no vote, there's no nothing from anyone else. Right. It should just come out straight away. And they all just said, no, 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 we need... The MP should have a vote. And I was like, but you have your vote. You're part of the... Pl- <laughs> yeah. You know, you're part of the public. You have your vote. You have your say. You you get to vote there and that's it. Yeah, if you insist on making the public decide this, yeah, like, at least take the results and as what they are and, and do what they're, or, what they're saying the public wants. Or hold them to their electorate. If their electorate says no... Yeah. Then they have to vote no. If their their electorate says yes, they have to vote yes. Well, but they're even... So, they're running it as a plebiscite. And again, I, I'm not up on all the terms, but from what I could tell, Turnbull has been talking about doing it under referendum rules, which is where it's not just a majority of overall votes, it's that a majority of electorates oh, also God. like have to get over the line. Which, like... Is that even legal to... Like, if you're doing it as a... Uh, I don't know. Fuckers. Yeah, it, it, I don't really don't want to go back to the polls, but for this, I <laughs> I will go back and I will be going yes, 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 <laughs> and basically, yeah. you know, that that one I'll I'll almost want to be out there campaigning of how to vote, <laughs> yes, <laughs> how to vote, yes, <laughs> yeah, hand, hand out those hand to vote cards. <laughs> you, you well, know. I wouldn't be surprised if they try to fuck it over like they have other things and like add other questions on there and stuff to just muddy the waters. <laughs> do you want um do you want same sex marriage to be legal and um for police to be able to come into your home and batter you with pink dildos? Oh th- this this is Yes or no. This is um something that um <laughs> was was from from the US in in the early in the early seventies, you know, you've got the maybe the, the do you, do you su- no do you support marriage equality and have uh, do you now have you ever supported <laughs> the, co- the, the communist, communist party? party? <laughs> 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 it's like uh, oh fuck you, yes, get them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like gay commies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I remember in school having to look into into you know all the different forms of government, and there were um, people were saying communism's really bad and all this sort of stuff. And I'm, I'm like listening to what they're saying, like it sounds good, but you know who's really fucked it up? The capitalist at the fucking top. Yeah, and it's it's always it's always you know, the green. But <laughs> yeah, that fucks it over. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm I'm not going to try to speak above my pay grade on these sorts of subjects because I, I just I haven't done enough reading and I don't know enough but yeah from the sort of the general line is that communism in theory is a great idea but it can't be implemented perfectly because people someone has to be you know in power yeah and, and yeah. when they get in power they but get hey, money and then they don't share it around and they become a capitalist but hey they're capitalizing on everyone else democratic <laughs> socialism can work really well and does in many countries Hmm. um so hey let's have a government that can provide basic services to its to its people based on their taxes progressive taxes that tax everybody fairly and that means the rich have to pay more sorry but you have you have plenty other people have none so fucking deal with it i'm sorry that you're getting taxed 50 cents on the dollar for everything you make over fucking $180,000 a year. 
like <laughs> I'd love to I'd love to who. be making yeah. one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year, and then you know everything after that. So what? Exactly. You're only getting half of that, but <laughs> you're still getting half more of money. A, it's half still of a thousand dollars is still half of a thousand. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, and there, I've been seeing things lately where people are talking about. Um, you know, any taxation is theft. Like you're, you know, you're taking what, what, how, you know, what gives you the right to take our money? And it's like, um, well, because you used all of the taxpayers paid, taxpayer paid services to make that money, didn't you? <laughs> like, did you use roads? Oh, well, are <laughs> you, you think are that you came fucking, from? are you fucking educated? Did you ever get sick? Like, yeah, people just. Don't understand that shit. Mm. Like, uh, I know. I feel like one of the biggest, one of the biggest things that needs to happen is that taxes need to stop being a dirty word. Like, we should be proud to pay our taxes because our government should be doing good things with those taxes. Like, I, I mean, I'm happy to pay my taxes now because that's part of the system. But it makes me sick what this government is doing with large chunks of that money. Mm. You know. At the very least, all the ridiculous entitlements that politicians get that I don't think they deserve because they're not doing their fucking job anyway. And at the worst, funding fucking offshore detention centers and ridiculous, you know, submarine defense um, contracts that, you know, are unnecessary and and generally thought to be uh, thought of to be unwise. It's yeah, that's where our taxes are going and they're cutting essential services to do it and that's just disgusting but yes if i was living in a government um that was actually doing good things with those taxes free education free healthcare, you know free housing fucking basic income the minimum income thing is a really interesting idea Mm. and to have that safety net would be amazing like you're basically abolishing homelessness you're abolishing you know people not being able to like worrying where their next meal is coming from. Yep. And it's just going to increase productivity. Like it's going to boost the economy. Because more um, people will actually have, you know, money to spend on local businesses because people will actually have money. Well, yeah. And they'll have, they'll be able to take, they'll be able to take more risks because they won't have to worry about, oh, like if this fails, I might be homeless or I might be starving. And I mean, it's not like we're giving people a wonderful income. Like the basic income is just here. Like you will always have enough to survive. Yeah. Like to not be worrying about feeding yourself, finding shelter. Like, yeah, maybe you can't get an apartment in the city with it. Right. But it's, it's enough that you will have somewhere's place to live. You'll have food to eat. And with all the other socialized um, services, you'll be able to go to the doctor. You'll be able to go to school. You know, it's that's fucking basic stuff. That's yep. that's how that's what our civilization is built on. But instead, no, you know, it's all these tax cuts to the corporations. It's offshore tax havens. It's cutting Medicare. It's like you know, this whole oh, labor and their Medicare. They don't have any proof that we want to privatize Medicare. Um, how about the last fucking thirty years? How about at the last budget you tried to introduce a copay? How about you yep. were already preparing <laughs> to privatize the billing systems of Medicare? How about how about the Trans Pacific Partnership that has in there something about um, the oh the yeah, pharmacy but- company pharmaceutical companies being able to basically totally screw up our PBS? 
Yeah. And it's like, um, yeah. isn't that <laughs> pretty much being an American system where, you know, I mean, basic medicines in, oh, yeah. in some of the American systems, because they've got yeah. patents on it, they can be, you know, oh, yeah. That, yeah. That idiot last year who tried, who pumped up, um, God, Martin. Yeah, whatever his fucking name is. Shrek something. Pumped it up to like, what, a thousand dollars a pill? Something uh, like that? Yeah. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, let, let's aspire to the American system because their friggin', you know, their, their medical industry is just going gangbusters for the for the everyday person. Hmm. In fact, you, you know who I think should actually be running the world at the moment? <laughs> John Oliver. He's Pokemon. the only one who actually thinks about everything <laughs> like, in a good way. Like, I've agreed with everything that he's said yeah, he, in that entire show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, generally, yeah, 99% of the time, I think he's... On, on the money. <laughs> on point, yeah, absolutely. <sighs> well, okay. anyway, that was a fun little rant. That that was our ranty part, so for those people who have stuck Two around, ranty dads. <laughs> now let's get into the sweary thing. So what the fuck have your kids <laughs> been up to this week? Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Taz has been funny, actually. He's, um... So we've been trying to get him to sleep in his own bed. Yes. It's still next to our bed, but he, he's he been insisting for a while on, on sleeping in the bed with Erica. And, you know, that's uncomfortable for her. And it's often meant that it's taken, you know, and it was getting to the point where it was taking over an hour to get him down because she'd give him a bit of a breastfeed, mm-hmm. um, which that's the only time he, he still breastfeeds, but um, she'd give him a bit of a breastfeed and then he'd sort of roll over and go to sleep. But he liked to lie on her arm as he went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And it was getting to the point where she just could not transfer him off. Like every time she tried to move him, he'd wake up. Wake and say, up no, instantly. no, I want your arm on my ear. Like it's just, I guess he just, yeah, there was something about it. So a few nights ago, we said, all right, no, like you're going in your bed to stay in your bed. And he screamed for, you know, an hour and a half, something. This is after it already been an hour of trying to get him down and transfer him and it failing. So. Basically, it took two two to three hours to get him to sleep that night. Yep. But he finally went to sleep in his own bed. And just like with the sleep training initially with the girls, took two, like another two nights where it just got progressively easier. And now he he still complained tonight. He said, no, I don't want to go in my bed. And then she put him in his bed and he fell asleep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's good. I've got to say, you were, you were not going to know yourselves when he finally does move to his own room. Yeah, well, we've been thinking about that too. We've been trying to figure out how can we, where can we put the beds to move at least Taz and maybe even the girls soon uh, into their own room. Um, and hey, maybe I'll actually get to sleep in the same bed as my wife for a while because at the moment, <laughs> I pretty much always just head straight to the spare room because the girls have been really fussy just before like just before we go to bed anyway erica ends up staying up and we need one of us to get sleep so that she can come get me at six and get a couple hours extra sleep yep so in other words you've then got to you've then got to be very very careful because if you get too distracted you could end up playing the drum kit (laughs) (laughs) that's true just wake up the whole house well i mean it's electric it's electric drum kit but still um yeah actually so (laughs) we had um we had a roast chicken the other night and Erica was pulling it to pieces and she pulled out the wishbone mm-hmm. and she said, oh, you know, let's make a wish. Uh-huh. And so we broke the wishbone. I can't, I can't even remember who got, 
who got the wish. But she said to me, oh, so what did you wish for? And I said, oh, a good night's sleep. And she wished for the same thing. <laughs> like, we were just so in tune with just not getting enough sleep that that was the first thing that popped into our head when we, you know, a wish where, you know, you can have anything you want. But no, a good night's sleep, that was it. And the really funny thing is, when you start getting good night's sleep, if you get woken up even the smallest amount, you're going to be complaining about how little sleep you're getting. We- I only got... Eight hours and 15 minutes sleep last night. Bianca was looking at her stress, stress diary from um, quite a while ago, and James was up for like an hour, two hours at night, mm. which is still not, not that bad. But nowadays he comes in, and she may be up for like 10 minutes, and she's complaining about how little sleep, because the, um, <laughs> the, time, be- like the time before she, wake- she gets woken up, which yeah. could be, say, 11 o'clock till 3 a.m., yeah. when she... When she goes to goes back to bed at like ten past three, she, you can pretty much only count those last couple of hours because like all your rest that you've already got, it's wiped out. It's just like you're now fully yeah. awake. You're. I mean, yes and no. You're getting like, back to sleep again. Depending depending on the sleep cycles you've managed to get through, I think it 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 will have helped a little. But yeah, like your your rhythms out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean. We're kind of lucky we've had James in the other room for the whole time, as we've discussed before, mm-hmm. because he was so good when we went away in his big, big boy bed with his pillow. We thought, let's go out and buy a pillow for him. Mm-hmm. So we put a pillowcase on, we chucked it down in his bed. He gets into bed and goes, no, and picks it up and throws it on the floor. <laughs> it's like, I guess we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been trying to get Taz interested in his own bed by talking about, you know, we're going to get him... Uh, sheets with with whatever he wants on them and and stuff. So he wants um he wants trains. Well, he's been saying he wants trains, but then mm-hmm. it switches to dinosaurs and then maybe cars and trucks. So we'll see what we can find. But anyway, something something awesome. Yeah. And so uh, we were talking about that actually, Erica and I, because he sort of he is way into trains. And actually, that's one thing we did do this weekend. We went down to um uh, Hillsville, and yep. they have the the there's just the the train train trip there, the sort of the old fashioned train. Well, given given that you know the um, the train track sort of stops at Lilydale and then eventually yeah. starts it's up old... again just out, just out of um, out of Yarra Glen, I think it is. Yeah, well, this is an it's an old train line. At the moment, it just goes twenty minutes up and then twenty minutes back and doesn't actually go anywhere. But they're they're planning on building it up, and I think it will actually go to Yarra Glen um, eventually. Yeah, they sort of need to fix it up a little bit, like. We were out there a little while ago. There's no way that that they'd be able to make it to Lilydale even at the moment. Like oh, all no. the bridges are down. It's just yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't horrible. know that they're attempting to do that. It's just a tourist railway at this point. Yeah. What's really funny is you go into Yarra Glen. <laughs> there's actually there's the train the train line that runs right through the middle of this roundabout. And, right. And they do actually have the level crossings there. But of course, there's never any trains that go through there, so it's never right. been used. <laughs> well, they're getting rid of all the level crossings in Melbourne now, or as many, a lot of them. So, yeah, I know that um, the one here in Roebuck is is on the on the That's books. Good, yeah. That one's kind of annoying, but it's it's nowhere near as bad as some of the ones. Like, oh, some of them are really dangerous. Like the like, one in St. Albans is really horrible. I believe yeah. that's being done at the moment. Yeah. And um, one in Bayswater that's being done. Yeah. And... Anyway, anyway, this is going to be really boring for anyone who's not from this region. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was going to say is 
like he trains because well, we were sort of thinking like Taz doesn't really have his thing you know like one of my um, nephews is like just super into dinosaurs and the other super into superheroes and Taz kind of there's nothing he's really latched onto but he has always liked trains and he loves riding on trains and so we took him on this Hillsville train and he was super excited and he had his little newsletter that they do like the Yarra Valley Railroad newsletter called Clickety Clack and he was holding onto it. He's, this is my newspaper, he's saying. Nice. Um, and yeah, we wrote it up and it goes through a tunnel and, you know, under a couple of bridges and Erica saw a wombat. And so, yeah, that that's, I guess, you know, that's kind of his thing. But I was thinking about that and I was like, I mean, that's great if he's got that thing. And, you know, of course I want to support my kids in whatever they do. It's, but it's like, I don't give a flying fuck about trains. <laughs> like that is not something I can share with him if that continues to be his thing, his interest. Just just watch the movie Train Spotting. That'll tell you everything that oh, you God. need to know. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll watch that with my two and a half year old. That'll, that's no, I'm saying idea. for yourself that you need you need to watch that, and that'll tell you all about tra- spotting oh, right. trains. That's yeah, obviously okay. only what it's about. Yeah, totally. Um. <laughs> yeah but yeah so i mean chances are chances are trains won't be his thing like you know kids love trains that doesn't necessarily mean they be they grew up to for that to be their big interest but you know is it is it terrible of me to kind of hope it doesn't i don't know oh it's i i could say the same thing like if my my son on the weekend like we went over to um my brother-in-law's new house that he's and he's just moved out um, for the first time with his girlfriend um so that was that was quite an quite an adventure like two weekends ago mm-hmm. but um they were watching motorsport i'm like please mm. don't like motorsport mm. please don't like motorsport because i really couldn't give a flying fuck about motorsport <laughs> no me neither well i mean any sport really from a from a from a um spectator point of view anyway Look, if if my son wants to get into playing maybe some soccer or some tennis, fine. Yeah. AFL, oh, fuck. <laughs> I just, I don't yeah. like the atmosphere around those clubs. No, no, there's too much. It's just that... Blokey bloke. Yeah, and... that toxic masculinity that, uh, yeah. I mean, and that's in a lot of those sort of team sports where they are the big, the big popular sport in different countries, you know, like American mm. football, obviously in America and... Or baseball or basketball. Yeah, well, <laughs> like... yeah, exactly. Hockey in Canada. Yeah, like, uh, no, I definitely want him to play sports. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I also hope that it's not AFL. Um, but, but basketball here is fine. Yeah, soccer is great. Tennis is good. Um, fucking volleyball, badminton, bloody gymnastics if he wants. Ballet. Forum dancing. Forum dancing. There you go. <laughs> I mean, I've talked before that, you know, I'd love to get him into theatre. Um, and, and performing just both for his self-esteem and just because I think it'd be really cool. Like, oh God, <laughs> just speaking of theatre. So I was up yesterday morning. This is going to be a little embarrassing, but I um, I put the Matilda soundtrack on and it was just me up with the girls. And I'm like, you know, I'm just sort of dancing around with them and having fun. But man, I don't know if it's just because that music is so good. <laughs> or if it's because I've got like I've got two baby daughters and it's about you know this little girl who's this miracle and stuff, but I was just tearing up like crazy and just like oh my god I love you girls so much, <laughs> and just I don't know and and part of it wasn't even the the actual subject matter of Matilda because like she's obviously 
an in a totally different family situation. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it was more even just I don't know musical theater. Good musical theater just does something to you, you know, and and kind of just it makes those emotions well up in and, you. And and also, you have a look at who wrote all those songs, and you just go, well, oh, it's yeah. Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin's amazing. He's pretty amazing. You know, he's doing a his next. Um, musical is a groundhog day musical oh very nice yeah i think it's, it's gonna be the same song over and over that's about the easiest put, one put it's like your little hand in mine <laughs> just over and over that's it. it's the only thing like he he just goes yeah i kind of really screwed <laughs> just kind of really screwed him over on this one they didn't realize that they're gonna get one song that's not even mine <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I hope they make that gag in the movie in the in the show. That'd be amazing. But yeah, I think that's I think that's opening for like test test runs or whatever in London soon. So oh, you know we it. we'll get it maybe in fucking three four years. Why can't they open it here? I know that's the problem with theater. They, they, like they you make can't just rewatch something. The, you know they make it make all their money over in the in the West End or on Broadway. They're they're the only two places that they really. Oh yeah, like to open no, that's things. the big ones, and then yeah, and then if they think they can make money by touring it, they do if it's popular enough. But like, I'm actually surprised that Hamilton's coming here. Like, I thought have they gonna... announced that? Yeah, they did. They when announced is it coming? It, um, either next year or the year after. Fuck yes! When did tickets go on sale? I'm going to buy some uh, now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I've been I've been like looking out for it to see whether thinking there's no way that it's ever coming to Melbourne. It's like, yep, it's coming to Melbourne. Oh, no. It's See, like- I knew it would. Melbourne actually is pretty good for that sort of stuff and often does get the big um, the big shows. I mean, um, wicked, I only wicked found out the other day ages. that Avenue, Q, Avenue Q is coming back to Melbourne. Oh, is for it? Like, for like a week in August. Uh, probably can't. I've already seen that three times. I probably can't justify... I've only seen it once, seen and it was a community again. production, but it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw two like Broadway productions and one community production. Hey, you bastard! Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's really good. You're just like, oh yeah, I'll just catch a bus from Vancouver down to Seattle. I'll fly over. <laughs> no, well, no. There, it was the, the two Broadway ones I saw were Melbourne and oh. and Vancouver. As when I say Broadway, I mean like I thought you I thought you saw it as on Broadway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> don't no. say Broadway then, you fucker. <laughs> well, because they always talk. It was like Broadway across Canada, and I don't know. They, yeah, I guess it's not technically Broadway, but no. Um, See, they definitely don't call call it Broadway here. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. But professionally, yeah, put on by yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been looking forward to Hamilton for quite a while. Yeah, Hamilton sounds amazing. Have you listened to the music at all? No, I. I, the only one recently that I've that I've listened to that I haven't seen yet is Book of Mormon, okay, because yeah. I know I'm going to be laughing my ass off, and I wanted to know every single song before I went in, right? To see, yeah, it, I'm not, but, I'm not going to do that. I have listened to a bit of Hamilton just because I wanted to to see what it was about, but I haven't listened to it all, and I'm probably just going to wait. Like, uh, I find often that that I mean it can go both ways because actually I'd, I'd listened to Les Misérables a fair bit before I saw that. Yep. Um, and you enjoyed it still. Oh, of course, yeah. Um, but then I hadn't heard any of Matilda, and loved that. And then it's sort of like when when your first experience of the song is in the show, then when you listen back to it, I feel like that that really that then just evokes that experience. So 
I don't know. We'll, well see. I'm am going into Book of Mormon next year with the uh, with the idea that I know every single lyric to these songs, and these guys better better kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> Which don't I'm sing sure along. they will. <laughs> Oh, uh, I'm so going to have to, you know, really hold it in, but I know that my wife will absolutely kill me if I start <laughs> Also, everybody around you. <laughs> and also my parents, who we're going to go see it with. Right. Oh, so, what James got up to this week. Mm. <laughs> um, so, he's he's been being very funny. Pretty much every every day, he'll sort of get up, come into our room... Do all, do all the regular sort of cuddles. This morning he um he literally spent half an hour sitting on the heat event because it was so cold. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just looking at the window, just going oh oh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just looking looking at everything sitting on things. the heat event, and it's like all nice and warm. And then finally, um, like he gets up because he was going to have a bath this morning. Mm-hmm. Whenever whenever we make his sandwiches at the moment. He goes, Jamesy sandwich, and goes running and gets, um, like, on the weekend, his favourite was Nutella. Yeah. And so he gets the Nutella out and puts it up on the, up on the bench, and goes and gets the, um, goes and gets the margarine out and puts it up on the bench, and <laughs> just gets everything ready, gets a, gets a little thing ready, and then grabs you and pulls you over, and, <laughs> like, you walk out there, and there's, like, Nutella, margarine, knife, <laughs> it's all ready to go. <laughs> It's just hilarious, uh, and um, really funny. so whenever we make food in the morning, because if I'm going off to work or anything like that, I need to get my own sandwich, and he immediately goes, oh, "Jamesy sandwich." <laughs> it's like, no, it's not lunchtime; it's breakfast. <laughs> so that's quite funny. The other day we were completely out of bread, and I was in the bathroom. Just I was going to get going after I had a shower, and I'm basically just in the bathroom doing bathroom things and James comes debating. no <laughs> don't be crass so anyway after I finish <laughs> masturbating <laughs> no um so just you know I think I was brushing my hair or something like that James James comes running in with my keys and he's like <laughs> holding him it's like go get bread <laughs> and Bianca Bianca actually said that he picked up the keys and then she saw him just run into the land room. So she thought, oh, okay, he's just grabbing his keys and wants to play with them. No, he wanted to give them to me so I could go get bread. Yeah, he's <laughs> Because um, it turns out that earlier she'd gone, oh no, we Daddy needs to go get bread. And he thought that she said that Daddy had already gone to go get bread. Oh. And then comes running up, has a look, sees me in there and comes running back out and goes... Daddy bathroom, <laughs> not bread. <laughs> so that was that was quite funny. Yeah, Taz is always telling us like if we tell him we don't have something, but go buy some. Just tell <laughs> us to go buy some. Like okay, well I guess that makes sense. You understand the concept of this isn't ours. You need to go buy it. Well, <laughs> we, we don't have something. Go buy it. Breaking news. Oh, yeah? Yep. The boys weekend, we have a location that we're going off to. We do. Yeah. And it's our usual location. Our favourite place that has a spa and a fuckload of rooms. Big TV. Big ass TV. And a place that we can sit the server that isn't 
out. <laughs> That's true. Out for everything. We do have to do some acrobatics to plug everything into the back of the TV. Um, um, maybe we maybe we should put the um put the picture up. I'll put the photo up of, of put the photo up of, of me Trevor. doing acrobatics last time that we were yeah. there because this TV's hung precariously over the over a stairwell <laughs> stairwell. So you to actually plug things in. <laughs> We we put it behind the we put the server behind the wall with the with the big gaming PC and all that sort of stuff and have to put the HDMI cable into the TV after we poke it through the wall. It's yeah, it's literally it's like a five ten minute setup now. Whereas the first time that we were setting oh God, it up, it I took think hours. it took yeah, think, yeah a couple of hours. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that. It's well, we've got a month and a half until it, until we're going and we've got a bunch of games downloaded and ready to go um local i'm still local in the middle of <laughs> i'm still in the middle of writing my game and it's probably not going to be done by then because <laughs> i've been too busy doing other things yeah but we've got plenty of professionally made local couch co-op and competitive games which you know are sort of few and far between these days a lot of them are more indie games which is where that tends to uh tends to still be a thing but yep. there aren't many AAA games these days that come out in with couch co-op which sucks but um, yeah I'm looking forward to like Gang Beasts and Towerfall and Monaco Monaco and... what I downloaded one called Mount Your Friends <laughs> and Ultimate Chicken Horse Ultimate Chicken Horse yeah so I'm looking forward to playing that but it's time I think we'll have to, I'll see how much what is it uh, Push Me Pull You think is what it's called when that comes yep. out i don't know if you've seen anything about that yeah you basically yeah you basically played two uh, this long weird snake creature with a person a torso and a head on and arms on each end and, and two people one person controlling each of the heads is it yeah i think so and then it, and it's a ball game you have to like get the ball out of the the, the ring by contorting your weird snake body around it and the other player so it sounds pretty sounds cool. Sounds fun. Ton of board games, ton of TV to watch, ton of alcohol and food and the And for all you other music dads out there, suck it. <laughs> yeah. Be jealous. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's it's one of those things that um, because we can't be sure exactly who, who can make what night, we're sort of like, okay, Thursday, Friday, Saturday... That's it. They're our nights. Yep. We'll um, do three turn nights. Up, turn up to whatever you can. We'll put you in for a share of each night and then we'll work it out using this new program that you found. Oh, yeah. Splitwise, it's kind of neat. It's a little little app for for organizing these sorts of group group things where everybody's paying for different stuff. Yeah. It's good. Helps you settle it all up. Yeah. But My- yeah, we've been... Like, how long have we been doing these boys' weekends for now? Because well, the last bucks. Well, no. Did we do in no. two thousand eight? For for my bucks party was this place that we went to. The that first one for this place. But we did a few before that. At a, we, where we before we found this before we found this place, we used to go to different places each time, and we had some and, good ones. But and um, I think the f- first one that I can remember was Michael's bucks party. <laughs> Might have been, yeah. And that was a that was a two story place that was quite interesting. But I had to get going very early the next morning, and I missed out on watching Spaceballs with you guys. <laughs> Not that it was that good, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, it that did, didn't hold that was up one after of those weird, that was Well, that was just one of those weird things where I mean, Spaceballs is a great movie, but we put it on that morning, and I don't know if it's just that we're all hungover. 
No, I'll tell you exactly what it was. It was the 32 episodes of Family Guy that you watched the, the <laughs> night before. <laughs> yeah, that may have numbed us to the, the more... Well, I, I wouldn't usually call Mel Brooks subtle, but compared to Family Guy, the more subtle humour of Spaceballs. Yes. Um, so, one, one thing that actually happened last week, and this will show how old this is if you're up to date with everything that's going on, or if you're up to date what, with the podcast, which you're that, probably not, based on our stats. Um, so, <laughs> in 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 America, two times a year, there's a community of gamers that that put on something called Games Done Quick. Yes. So, Summer Games Done Quick 2016 was on last week. Okay. And I tuned in for a little bit, and I'm just, I'm really astounded, like how many how many people they get tuning in on twitch and like continuous chats going on and they made um i think it was australian dollars 1.7 million raised 1.7 million dollars for doctors without borders yeah that's awesome and it's like this is a literally like a week-long event Mm. yeah for those who don't know it's basically they live stream constantly i think yeah, twenty four hours a day, uh, for like hours a day live seven days, and what they're doing is they have people come in who can speed run video games, and a speed run is basically getting to the end of the game as quickly as possible. And these people find glitches in the games, they find all the little exploits, um, and they they're constantly trying to beat the quickest record. And generally, with these games done quick, I think they at least break a couple of records each time. Yeah, and um, they've started adding in some really fun things like blindfolded runs and all that sort of stuff. So, <laughs> in in um, awesome games done quick, which is the which is the uh, winter version, uh, which is done our in January, summer. our summer, um, they actually had some, uh, two people doing a blindfolded Mike Tyson's punch out race. So just based on the sound effects. Based on sound effects. And they both completed and beat Mike Tyson blindfolded. Jeez. Like it took it took them each. Well, one one got about thirty seven minutes, and the other forty minutes. But geez, it's just it's amazing. You know, I could never even beat these guys with with my eyes <laughs> and and playing the playing with you know all my senses. And these guys have just gone. Oh yeah, I can just you know turn off my sensor. Oh. I've got to count, you know, from from the time that I heard that, I just do some counting and I work out exactly how how many frames before I can it hit really, this. It's like it really is amazing how much someone can hone an incredibly useless skill. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, have you played the game The Witness? Not yet. No. So I've played the game The Witness. The Witness is an awesome puzzle game that has literally one simple mechanic of you solve a maze. But then, as you as you play through the game, there's you know you you learn different different almost a language of, of the puzzle to know how to how to complete that particular puzzle. Yeah, I'm really interested in it. Yeah, and then I because I've I've played almost through to the end. You know, I've spent you know thirty forty hours on it. Then to watch this guy completely obliterated in twenty minutes. Well, because <laughs> isn't it one of those things that if you know the puzzles, you can kind of just go and you, do the later ones. You can, but how they how they actually do some of these things is they literally they may be say twenty five meters away and completing a puzzle 
but like literally seven pixels high sort of thing. Right. So, some, some of the puzzles are literally that, you know, pixel perfect and they've just got to sort of feel their way around through the puzzle and it's like, okay, yep, got that one. Because they've just got <laughs> a system like, in the game where you can you can do them from a distance so that you don't have to run around as much. Is that it? Yeah, there's, um, there's one area called the Swamp that literally they go into the area, they solve two puzzles and then they uh, complete that entire area. And it's only because they get into this one particular position and open up a open up the um the gates that's supposed to make it easy for you to leave the area. They just managed to to snipe that right, to those, snipe the puzzle. Those two puzzles to open up that door so they come in through the through the shortcut out. <laughs> that's really funny. So, you know, it's just it's amazing watching watching someone who who can somehow remember all those puzzles and sometimes they can't even see the puzzles. Yeah. And the good thing is they do they do commentary and that sort of stuff. A few good ones that I've seen in the past was um, Borderlands 2. They did a four-player co-op speedrun where they completely just demolished the game in like three hours, but they had the developers on the line. Mm. And That's cool. And so the, were, first, so the, the first 40 minutes... sitting there being amazed by the exploits that they found. Well, the first 40 first 40 minutes is not doing too much they're just spamming this one boss and then all of a sudden one of them starts like throwing and catching a gun and it's like what the hell are they doing and all of a sudden he just takes off and he's going faster than any than any um any vehicle in the game because he just happened to um figure like, out a, a bug spam, that, well basically yeah. spam spam a, a a slight bug that when you when you like pick up a weapon you get like a, a 0.5% um, like increase in increase in speed, but you do it, you know, forty, fifty times. All of a sudden, you <laughs> <laughs> you're able to go really, really, really fast. And yeah, it was literally the developers sitting there going, "Holy crap, what the hell's going on?" And another one that I saw was um, Battle Block Theater, that um, the the guy who does all the announcing announcements mm. right. throughout the game, he was on the line with them and so doing like, funny I mean, announcements yeah. all the way through it as well. And it was That's just. Cool. It's a great group of people if you if you haven't actually um, checked out what they do. Yeah, I assume they have all the streams and stuff online. All all on YouTube. Yeah. Like, they literally have, on the Games Done Quick um, channel, they've got um, the playlists for, mm. the, for the last two... Um... Man, the amount of video content that must be on YouTube... <sighs> it's, it's something like um, 24 hours of video content uploaded every... Like five minute or ten or minutes, or yeah, something. it's insane. Like more than any person could ever watch. Uh, yeah, like and just the servers and the infrastructure that they must have behind that. I mean, it's Google, right? So of course. But yeah. uh, do you remember when? Do you remember there was a period before Google bought YouTube where it was just slow as shit? Yeah. Like you had to sit there and let things buffer for ages, and not just because we had shit internet, but because it was literally at that peak period where it was getting so popular, but the people who ran it could not keep up with the demand. But um, that's, a, that's the it funny thing. It nearly killed it. I'm pretty sure it nearly killed you. I think there's a really good article around somewhere. It nearly killed YouTube because yeah. it got popular They got too popular. Yep. That they just, and then they couldn't keep up with it. I mean, when, when did Google take over YouTube? Oh, I think it's been about a decade or more. Jeez. I still uh, remember... The first time I, I really 
looked at at online video as a as a um, legitimate um, place that you could go watch content was was it porn? No, it, was it wasn't. It was, it was actually Doctor Horrible at your place. <laughs> okay. The yeah. third episode had just come out. You hadn't seen it yet, but you're like, okay, now we're going to watch this. And it's like, okay, what's this? And it's like the first three minutes, most boring thing I've ever seen. Because it's just Neil Patrick Harris like talking to the camera. And I'm thinking, <laughs> is this actually going to get interesting? Did I show you the first one first? or did Yeah. You... Yeah, okay, good. I didn't just make you jump into the third one. No, because it was actually like all the group were there. Yeah, and okay. you and your ex-wife had had watched... Um, Right, we'd watch the first two and watch okay. the first two, and then that's right. Like, I do oh, remember that today. It should it should be coming out? Yeah, we had a party, had everyone over, and yeah, watched it. Yeah, and I just started thinking, this is that was in two thousand eight. It must have been because that was mm. when the writer strike was going on. Yes, yeah, and I'm just like, holy crap! You know, the internet is actually, you know, becoming far superior to to like what we what we had in the past yeah and like to television itself and yeah yeah that's true that was one of the earlier web series that showed that a web series could be like popular enough and actually yeah do it well and make some money but looking back then you know we're actually spoiled for content in like we were talking a little while ago about D&D podcasts and that sort of stuff I got mm. you into the Glass Cannon podcast that's true I think I'm up to about episode 16 or something yeah out of like 59 i listened to that today um but they've just started a youtube channel and um they're doing basically let's plays of what uh two of the guys they're playing dark soul 3 Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely hilarious some of the stuff that they're going through and then two of the other guys are doing like total war so it's like yeah it's producing uh... so much content now oh yeah and it's like Who who would have thought, you know, back in two thousand six, two thousand seven, that you could have that in less than a decade this would be the sort of the landscape of of uh, visual entertainment. I know every every night now when I'm going to bed, I don't actually, you know, watch any TV shows that I've got, you know, saved on on my fetch TV or something like that. I'll just go to YouTube and just go, oh, wouldn't mind watching this video and just. So what's your Number one favorite YouTube series, um, either the um the AGG um AGDQ videos. I, yeah. I always enjoy watching them, just because I'm astounded that these guys literally getting no money for themselves <laughs> and they're just you know <laughs> spending all this time doing this stuff. Or now it's actually the the Dark Souls playthrough. Right. I'm really really enjoying that because it's just it's good quality comedy. Yeah. And also watching a game that I really had no interest in playing. Have you watched Monster Factory? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favourite YouTube uh, series. Yeah. It I can't. Wa- I cannot watch that in bed because no. I laugh so much that I shake the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's hilarious. I, I actually uh, shake yeah, the bed so much. If you haven't so watched it, look up Monster Bianca Factory. Hates me. <laughs> it's, the, it's two of the McElroy brothers from My Brother, My Brother and Me and a million other things. Very funny guys, and they they basically take video games that have character customization and make the most hideous creatures that they can in them, and then play the game a bit and with commentary. And it, it they're just very funny. They make it really funny. And just recently, mm. they went into Second Life. 
Oh the yeah, they do. A, they did a series <laughs> on Second Life. It it was it was good. It was good. They found some disturbing things. Very disturbing things. So on that note, I think maybe we will finish up. It's been a bit of a rambly one. We didn't really sort of have a specific topic, and didn't have any fun segments. But you know, it's it's a fun to have one like that every now and then. So hopefully you still enjoy. Fun this. to have a ranty one. Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you want to find us online, we have a website, www.twoswearydads.com. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can catch us at TwoSwearyDads. Uh, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash TwoSwearyDads. Um, podcast at TwoSwearyDads.com. And Trevor, do you have any final thoughts? Can I have my allowance? Go ask your mom. Ask your mum. Go ask your mum. Go ask your mum.